I'm just getting sick of these people. I, I really am starting to get tired of them. <coughs> Excuse me. He's got a puke! He's got a puke! He's got a puke! He's got a puke! Hi. Welcome to the first episode of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. We're going to talk about wrestling for some reason. With me, as always, are my good friends, Mac. Say hi. Hello, everyone. And the man with the best smile in the West, my friend Parker. This is the worst fucking idea you've ever had. This wasn't my idea. Whose idea was this, actually? This was yours. Was it really? Well, let's not point fingers at each other. Let's just talk about (laughs) No Mercy 2017. It's upsetting that that's still a uh, title for, like, the best video game that wrestling's ever produced. Does this show hold up to the best game ever? Mac, your thoughts. Awesome. Uh, It really did until the uh, main event killed the title show. Personally, I think WCW NWO Revenge was a little bit better, but... No. No, you're wrong. This is going to be hot garbage. Just like No Mercy was. Because, boy, with a card like that, how could they not screw it up? I mean, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Lesnar versus Strongman. One might say two WrestleMania made events in one show. Well, that's because John Cena wants to do movies and not actually wrestle, even though he accused Roman Reigns of being a part-timer. Or vice versa, rather. Those promos leading up to that were really uncomfortable. They were. I did, it was weird. I didn't like them nearly as much. Like when you acknowledge that you broke the fourth wall, like that was cool when CM Punk did that because like he was the only one that's ever done it really. Well, Cena's been kind of regularly doing that for a while now. Like he's been kind of delivering his cheesy lines and tipping his hat and winking at the camera for a couple of years. But he he's good at that. He can do that. But Reigns. He just hasn't earned that spot to, like, go in there and shoot on John Cena like that. It just came off as super awkward to me, and I, I'm not a John Cena fan. We didn't like, get another Suffer and Suckatash, which, all things considered, is a good thing. <laughs> That's a very good thing. Uh, but what we got was just this really disingenuine-feeling banter between the two of them. I don't know. It's quite, it's quite honestly, like, he probably got some, like, backstage pep talk from his mom. Like, just, just go out there and show him who's boss. And he had just no confidence in his ability to say anything to John Cena and shoot. <laughs> with any kind of with any kind of conviction, it just wasn't there. I feel like Cena's being the parent that's trying to teach the kid how to swim by just throwing them in a pool. But, so, just to start as a baseline for everybody. Mac, how much exactly wrestling do you consume on a weekly basis? Because there's a lot say- out there. There's a lot of wrestling out there. I would uh, say I watch most of WWE programming, at least the highlight segments. Definitely not 205 Live, because fuck all of that. Um, aside from that, I'll catch up on New Japan and Ring of Honor every so often. And it's all a giant waste of my time. Correct. I couldn't have said it better myself. Parker, what about you? I watched this pay-per-view, and then anything you guys send me on YouTube that's worth my time. Oh yeah, like I watched the full pay-per-view. So with that being said, like that, I don't but... follow week to week, and I'm going to have many questions for you guys. Our first match will have one that I would really love to have answered. Who wants to tell me what the fuck the Miz Taraj is, and why they're called the Miz Taraj? Oh, uh, well, 
Uh, RJ, I'll pass this one to you. You have strong feelings on Bo Dallas and Rhino. <laughs> no one has ever had strong feelings about Bo Dallas. Oh, you're about to you see. The Mistrage is composed by a Hall of Famer's son and Rhino in a chain. <laughs> because they weren't doing anything backstage. And I don't know. Who's Chris? Who, who's Curtis Axel's father? Mr. Perfect. Really? I didn't know that. How do huh. you watch this every week? <laughs> you... Why do I know this? My life is a fucking nightmare. I don't because again, when Curtis Axel like, broke into WWE, I wasn't watching the product at the time. I have no barometer on this shit. I started I, okay. I started watching again on a regular basis when AJ Styles debuted. Okay, I, I did the that, same for a couple months, yeah. and then I promptly lost interest because how could you not? I I was really excited for the brand split because I you know. That's kind of what led us to get the glory days of SmackDown back in the uh, late aughts. That didn't happen. But One boy. might say that we were supposed to start this podcast during the brand split, and I still have a bunch of notes from a SmackDown I watched for no reason. Oh, here, let's, let's hear them, please. Do you have those handy? Oh, they're buried somewhere. I watched the <laughs> fucking draft and both shows following it and the pay-per-view for nothing. Like, like we've come so full circle that at WrestleMania, Mojo Raleigh eliminated Jinder Mahal from the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> if anything, we'll save those beautiful tidbits for the 100th episode special. Oh. Because I'm sure we'll totally make it 100 episodes. Absolutely. So. Are we going to survive that long, quite honestly, watching all this shit? Uh, no, probably not. Debatable. Although, at this point, I wonder, it's probably going to be a race between our survival and theirs. Because, I don't know if you saw the pictures of SmackDown tickets in Phoenix the other week. I did not. Boy, that arena looked empty. I don't know which of us is going to die first, but whatever it takes to not have to do this anymore. Ooh, I hope it's me! Because if (laughs) I have to watch another fucking Jason Jordan match... Speaking okay, that of Northern Light, that Northern Light suplex combo was okay, awesome. Okay, no, listen, fuck listen, I that was cool as fuck. Technically, he's great. And when it comes to wrestling, I think I can really boil down a majority of my enjoyment of the product to I just really like seeing one dude fucking throw another dude over his fucking head. That is the primal instinct of wrestling. Exactly, like that. You know, it's the the core essence of why I come watch this garbage i like it when a fat guy walks out with an urn so what does this show have for me (laughs) i mean like people mark out for slams in any sport like you see a guy you just get molested in a football game it's awesome mma fight awesome wrestling shout out to the snickers slam of the week to danny trevathan for murdering Devontae adam oh oh that was hard to watch (laughs) man That was almost as hard to watch as J.J. Watt's J.R. voiceover <laughs> at the end of the Bengals-Houston game from week two Thursday night. <laughs> Just right, to get fine. you guys' was... perspective real quick, do you guys think that J.R. should have pressed charges on Kane? <laughs> oh! Oh! I sure it's like, you guys can't blade, but we can we can birth a human fetus hand on TV and light Jim Ross can on fire. Can you please just take that <laughs> clip, but just put the actual sound clip over it? Yeah, I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to put that in right here. All right, so should we get into the show okay. proper? I think this is Actually, really telling to say that we've been attempting to talk about this fucking Intercontinental Tunnel match for about 10 minutes now, and we just cannot find the gall to I think we're giving a, a good shit. basis on our feelings on wrestling products. That being said, can you make a video of JR screaming while he's burning over anytime <laughs> Kenny Omega hits a V-trigger? 
Just a compilation, please. Okay, so first off on the pre-show, did anyone watch that? No, great. The opening match, The Miz with The Miz Tourage uh, yeah. defeated Jason Jordan on a scale of thing. 1 to 10. How much did you enjoy this match? Okay, if I can just go on, the one best part about the match was Jason Jordan hit a rollover Northern Light suplex as he hit the ground on the bridge, flipped back over, and picked him up again. And that was by far the coolest thing I've seen in that match. Yeah, I mean, again, that was, watching a man throw another man like a piece of candy is really like that's not a, that's not easy to do by any fucking means. No, of course not. So and, they're I trying mean, to not, not at all. Sorry. So they're trying to give him this monstrous push, right, as his huge baby face. As Kurt Angle's son, yes, Why? and I really hope this ends. I hope this ends in some sort of awful grudge match at WrestleMania. By the way, uh, fun fact: apparently, they chose Jason Jordan over Chad Gable for that spot as a rib on Kurt Angle for dating black women. He does love black women. <laughs> so, if they're trying to push him to the moon, why is he dressed like a jobber from 1998? Because he is the worst fucking gear I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's it's kind of awkward actually. He looked like he should be on fucking velocity. He looked awful. He's like a poor man's Rob Van Dam without the kick pads. He looks like the, <laughs> the fourth pre-generated creator wrestler from any SmackDown vs. Raw <laughs> game from the late 2000s. Oh, and he's got the he's got the personality to match it. Like you know, he he tried to do the whole angle down straps. Look at me, scream! I'm fierce thing, but they were better as a tag team. I just, just stuck with that. I'm not. I think it's too early to do I, that. I don't see the point of the whole angle, son. Thing. If you want to talk about his great personality, we'll get to that really cool post-match promo. Oh. <laughs> but the important part is the first. This is the first time I've seen the Miz with that hair. Fucking oh, incredible! The the Miz is like the best heel going right now. It's not even close. <laughs> the Miz is just trying to look more and more like Roger Klotz every day. <laughs> now I made an important note that one minute into this match, an announcer suggested that the Miz might have a Hall of Fame career. Why that's, did I agree to do that's this? That's a fucking stretch. In uh, what I don't world? Know, I mean, John, John Morrison just lost for the lost a match for the Impact title. <laughs> oh, as, as Johnny Impact and Miz is being talked about as a Hall of Famer. And it I mean, me off to no did, end. Did Johnny Impact beat John Cena at WrestleMania? No, but he can pounce a quarter <laughs> off his ass. Fucking inflatable, awesome balloon letters. People don't forget. <laughs> I, how could you ever want to forget that? That was a magical moment in WrestleMania history. <laughs> So I noticed something watching this match that wasn't about Jason Jordan's amazing suplexes or Miz's hair. Oh, the Miz has been in this company for what a decade? Oh God, at least. Why do his kicks still look like absolute dog shit? It makes no sense, and I would almost hope that he's doing it as a rib or some kind of a joke because it's similar. Like when there, there's that like uh, gif that goes around in CM Punk, like tie kicking, like a rolled up wrestling mat, <laughs> and the form is just awful. It was all over like every MMA form leading up to his fight. Just these shitty-ass kicks where he's not turning the plant foot or anything of the sort, not opening the hips. The kind of shit that just would not hurt. It's not even slightly believable. Well, and Punk never really had the best fucking kicks either. Like, no, I'm saying that his weren't good either, so yeah. like when you go to the Miz, yeah. it's like even worse. But Punk wasn't using when... the fucking yes kicks, one of the most over things for the last true. five goddamn years. Hey, remember when this they gave him the true. figure four? Because I do. <laughs> I think he still does that, actually. Oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> oh, yes, this company does. sucks my balls. <laughs> Wait, wasn't wasn't the, the the whole reason they did that wasn't it because he like beat Bret Hart at WrestleMania and they did some like Mega Man he gained his powers thing? Or, oh or no, that was Ric sure Flair. The, uh, he started doing yeah, the sharpshooter after he beat uh, Bret Hart. Are you fucking serious? 
I feel unless that was a fucking fever. Basically, dream, Miz has has like move trolled every single legend you could possibly fucking think of to some degree. I mean, it it works, but it works if you do the fucking moves like not make your fucking kicks look like kids hitting each other with pool noodles. So, do you think it was a good idea to try and get Jason Jordan over by having him face the Miz in L.A., where he was the most over person on the card? No. No, it was a horrible idea, and also he was booked to lose, so that doesn't really help anybody in this situation. So, the match is awful. No one could possibly care. It's like the most generic two-star shit you've ever seen. And who wants to yeah, describe that's a good description. the really cool promo Jordan cut after he lost in front of God and everyone? I, I will say that the post-ring interviews are super fucking irritating, because that's for boxing and mixed martial arts, not goddamn professional wrestling. Well, no. Alright. Uh, no, Mac, because if, if that's... If that's the case, then we would never would have gotten the fucking Austin 316 promo. So you go fuck yourself. I okay, think that's true. Post-match not, promos not, are great <laughs> when they're done by people with mic ability and personality. They're great when the fucking worker goes out into the goes out to ringside, grabs his own fucking microphone, walks back in the ring, and cuts a promo. Not you have a, like basically the equivalent of a ring girl or booth and analyst come analyst rather come up and ask questions. Just don't Are you do saying that. the Austin 316 promo is a little different than I couldn't overcome the odds of the Miztourage, but I want to That's exactly rematch. what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, yeah, no, well, that's what I'm saying. I have no problem with the post-match interview. There's, if anything, they so, should uh, let Miz who, do it. Who's next for you? Um, whoever WWE and the Vince and Vince decides is next for me. Um, I have nothing interesting to say. This is not <laughs> you know, I'm just waiting for Dana White to find a fight, you know. I'm going to stay busy. I'm going to stay training. Cool. God bless y'all. Waiting for my dad to find a payoff for this stupid reveal. Well, RJ, as far as Miz is concerned, Miz, you really do suck. <laughs> and then he walked out to his own music. Jason Jordan sucks. That part was awkward uh, as fuck. Hold on. That, that's the second most can awkward I, part of the card, actually, for me. Can I request a brief moment of silence for American Alpha? Yes, you can. It was fun while it lasted. No, they Stop interrupting it. You, whatever. That's about all they deserved anyway. Okay. Moment so. of silence for him. The Shades of Benoit pulling out the Crippler crossface in the middle of the match. <laughs> Jesus. If you think I didn't write Shades of Benoit, you clearly don't know me. I mean, I did too, but I wasn't going to read it yet. Good Lord. Why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> I wrote it like four more times because I'm a garbage fucking person. And he was my favorite. One of my favorite so. bands won't play that song live anymore because of that. How dare you? Yeah, I... Chris Benoit was the reason I got into Our Lady Peace. Oh, one of like no. four Americans that actually like them. So it is like being a U two fan anywhere. For some reason, they're conscious sell up. There's only four people there that actually really enjoy their music. Yeah, and plus the lead singer's name is Rain. So you know, like you're kind of setting yourself up. Guys, speaking bit. of really enjoying something, Bray Wyatt. Oh, match I, I number two. I didn't realize that they added a new match type. A man versus man yeah. match. Boom. So the, the stipulation is you can't wear face paint and crawl to the ring instead of walk. What do you fucking so do? So this was for the man <laughs> championship. Defended on Spike TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I don't follow this weekly. So who of you wants to describe? Now, they had a match at SummerSlam, correct? Yeah. And yes. Finn Balor I, I beat the you. dog shit out of him, right? Oh yeah, it was basically a squash match that went a little bit longer. So after that, Bray Wyatt said, "Hey, take off your silly face paint and face me like a man," and then yes. lost. Correct? Okay, hold on, cool. hold on. Let me, let me. Cool. Okay, so the cool. the premise here Very is that cool. Finn Balor beat Bray Wyatt anyways, but with the paint on, he's like 
when Jeff Hardy wears paint and he does meth and tries to wrestle <laughs> Sting for whatever happens. reason. For whatever reason, he's far like more effective and interesting statues. to watch. And then he doesn't wear the paint and he still goes over Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt never wins a feud and the character sucks. This would be a really cool idea if him as the demon didn't wrestle the literally exact same style with the exact same moves and exact, exact same, same shit. <laughs> it's, like, there's add, zero add difference. some sort of submission move. Like, do something different aside from crawl up in the ring and wear some stupid dreads. Oh my god, there's a <laughs> fog machine! The demon! There's a fog machine. He's like the boogeyman light. It's oh. weird. It doesn't... At least the boogeyman ate worms. Yeah, exactly. Boogeyman was scary. He just paints Balor his face and makes me question my heterosexuality, which is wavering like, at best. Like it was, it was way cooler in Japan when he's doing the Prince Devitt thing, and they carry him out in a coffin. He would stumble down to the ring like he was a zombie. That was so I'm much better. That. Yeah, it was awesome. I agree with you on that, Mac. But Parker, I just want to touch on something you just said. God, how good did he look in those blue tights, though? Those must be the ugliest tights I've yeah, ever that seen. Was weird but too. I'd like to remove them with my teeth. <laughs> so <laughs> this match, um. Um, I the 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 opening bit. I didn't quite get the need for it. Oh God, that never-ending beatdown. Yeah, the then, mind like, games of Bray Wyatt. Like the uh, pretty much the, the whole fucking him getting spiked under the table thing, and then him selling it like he just fell off the fucking hell in a cell. Yes, but RJ, he didn't have the face paint on, so therefore he can't take bumps the same anymore, because this is how Vince writes So if, 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 <laughs> if you're a wrestler that can't wear face paint, you take a fucking backdrop onto the table, and you need 14 refs to come help you to the fucking back, maybe... You well, yes, when the whole gimmick shouldn't... is that your face paint makes you powerful. Look, guys, you forget, Finn Balor is the first ever Universal Champion who reigned for literal hours. Before he out for nine Didn't he like tear his rotator cuff or some shit when <laughs> Seth Rollins like turnbuckle powerbomb to do a barricade or some shit like that? I mean, Rollins has crippled about 18 people so far with that fucking move, so. You gotta do what you gotta do to stay at the top, brother. Yep. H-H. Between him and Samoa Joe, they need to slow the fuck down. Speaking of, <laughs> how you doing, where Sting? is Samoa Joe and why is he not on this show? Um, two surgeries and he's apparently back God. next month, I believe. Damn it. Which, it, yeah, it sucks because he's the best. He was the best thing. Is on that why I had an Enzo Amore match on my show? Yes, that, w- that went on after Cena, uh, Cena versus Reigns. Oh, that we'll get I, to that one. I, <laughs> yes, we will. I uh, we were watching it together, Mac. Uh, unfortunately, because both of us were pieces of shit with nothing to do on a Sunday night. Uh, I had I had I had the wrestling pay for you to watch I, with you. What, I, what, you. what are you talking about? You didn't watch the pre-show either, right? Because I mean, come on. You don't value our time together. <laughs> no, I didn't watch the pre-show. No, I don't. Um, but I figured. The Enzo match went on the pre-show because I mean, after Cena Reigns, I would imagine there was no way. 2017. Vincent Kennedy McMahon is still alive. It's going to be on before the main event for the fucking cruiserweight championship. Bada boom. So the wrongest guy in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed a couple things during this match that I haven't noticed before because I don't watch the product. First off, why is Booker T still quit. on commentary? Just a side note. I have no idea. Quit bragging that you don't watch the product. We get it. I make better decisions than you. Uh, debatable. You know, six Here months. we go. No, no. Hey, no, no. RJ, Mac, <laughs> why the fuck is Booker T on commentary? Well. Who would enjoy it? Back in the day, he had probably one of the best television moments in wrestling history. Is it an OMG he called when he called Hulk Hogan a... Please say it. Oh, he beat him up at a grocery store? 
<laughs> Price check. No, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the real answer. But yeah, no, I'm not going there. Uh, I did, but not not all the way. Yeah. That that being said, we did gloss over one happen? match, which had a very memorable moment. So I must bring up the tag team title match. This is it. We're not there yet. Sheamus. We'll come back to it, dumbass. We're, I thought that was the we're next. We're on match two. Yeah. What else is there to say about match two? Nothing. <laughs> it was a gigantic piece of shit. And in the yeah, battle, you are not going to gloss over Bray Wyatt doing the bridge and the look on Finn Balor's face, frozen in fear. Hey, so earlier when we were talking about how to pull off a Boston Crab in a mixed martial arts fight because that fucking happened, there's a video online. That's kind of how if a guy just pulls off the Bray Wyatt bridge in the center of the cage, <laughs> you just run over and flip that turtle on its back. Well, yeah, but if <laughs> just that do happens, whatever you want I'm, it. I'm not going to stand there on the top rope making the fucking Hillary Clinton looking at Balloon's face. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> like. Uh, and then do you take a knee as you step into a minivan? I'm sorry. Assuming that Finn Balor has been in the WWE for more than three weeks, he has to know of Bray Wyatt. He has to know he does that. It's not like that's got to be a shocking thing. Um, you don't understand the psychology of wrestling, and okay? to get that fucking YouTube <clears throat> thumbnail face from fucking Balor was... <laughs> Uber that, driver that sucked my dick? <laughs> <laughs> that thumbnail is just as good as the Hardcore Bailey fan from later in the show. We'll get to him. <laughs> oh, that, fuck yeah. We'll, get, that we'll man, get to him. That man, I've, <laughs> my heart goes out to him. I've never been happier than I actually watched a women's wrestling match. At gmail.com. For that fan shot was the best part of that entire match. Bray Wyatt matches are awesome because everyone pulls out their cell phones for his entrance, and then once he starts wrestling, they just go back to texting on their phones because <laughs> no one gives a fuck about anything Bray Wyatt's done in five years. I think it's kind of telling that maybe the best times that Bray Wyatt had were when he was like with the Wyatt family. So maybe it was more like Harper and Rowan with are, him. Are they still, than Bray are they still? by himself? Are they still employed? They are. Um, they're rumored as the P- as the uh, team attacking the fashion police, which I oh, hope is fuck. true. Kill me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill me where I stand. <laughs> Aliens, Dango. Listen, I I, I liked the uh, the conspiracy theory that it was going to be fucking uh, crime time after they found the two B card. Oh, that would imagine. be awesome. And everyone that speculated said, that it was Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and they were going to show up at fucking takeover <laughs> or something. But after that happened, or rather didn't happen i kind of conceded that they probably don't know where they're going with this and they're probably just going to string this on until they have something look shay tg avoided getting fired for like seven years they're not going to make that mistake again <laughs> no they should piggyback on the gsp michael bisping fight and have gsp help the fashion files look for aliens in what world <laughs> because because he claims he gets abducted by aliens which has nothing to do with the fact he's been punched over 850 times in competitive mixed martial arts in the ufc alone now, so. admittedly, I don't watch as much MMA as I probably should, but everything that you just said sounded fantastic. So, so it ha- they it, won't do it. It's like GSP goes to bed, and then as he's falling asleep, he goes, "No, don't take me again." It'll be the no. shining stars. You go fuck I was yourself. not impressed by your UFO. <laughs> I was not impressed by your performance. Please return me to my bed. <laughs> I must train in the morning. Does anyone have That's... anything else to say about this awful match? Fuck no. No, I don't. That's disaster. why I was trying to move on from it. It, it was, was like, awful. again, a solid two stars, but I felt like a four-hour match was a bit long. It, yeah, well, I just... I, 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 I'm I, starting to feel the same way about Finn Balor that I already do about Bray Wyatt. and that's, He's horribly I was boring. really <laughs> invested in the character at first, 
but then they're just not doing Well, he anything. got hurt at a really shitty time. If you've seen but, three of his matches, you've okay. seen all of them? Yeah. There's also that shitty backstory. And again, this is all just like dirt sheet stuff that allegedly he leaned into a Jinder Mahal forearm to give himself a concussion when he initially realized he was going to get put in a pro program with Bray Wyatt and he would do nothing for him. And that's why he leaned into <laughs> that's an elbow. The dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, that, that's almost as dumb as people suggesting that the Raiders' offensive line let Derek Carr take sacks because he wouldn't kneel for the fucking anthem. <laughs> Same. That, as a console that, war veteran, you know my stance on the troops absolutely. Hold on, wait. Wait, 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 hold on. GameCube or Xbox? I fought on the front lines for the fucking GameCube, and I did not see my fellow Wavebirds die for you <laughs> fucking assholes to take a knee. <laughs> I fought against GameCube in the Great Console War. Wave rates. But that I being hate, said, I, I, I absolutely... Fuck said. you. Luigi's Mansion was better than Halo. Fight me. Excuse me? I don't really believe this that. This is the worst show we've ever done. It's the first. <laughs> you know the damn first well. and last. <laughs> All right. So, how about that so, tag match, you guys? So, Finn Balor wins okay, well, with the cub to grass. We get a video package really good. before the tag match. Oh, yeah. For Asuka. Now, do either of you have literally any faith in your body that they will not fuck this up? As long as they do the undefeated thing into the actual main roster and just keep that going, I'm going to be happy with I that. repeat, do you have any faith? I hope she loses to they Nia won't. Jax on her first match. See, he's got it. He knows. No, she'll, no, she'll go over Emma in a feud and then lose to Nia Jax to make Nia she Jax look strong. 90 straight matches and then lose on the Raw before a pay-per-view. I bet everything in my body. Asuka's oh, going just... over Nia, but she's going to lose to a returning Summer Rae. Sexy do, do you mean just like how Brock Lesnar's gonna win every single pay-per-view match he has with one F5 until WrestleMania where Reigns takes three of them, kicks out, and pins him with a, with a football tackle? Dude, do you fucking that's... remember the first time he came back and he lost his first match to Cena? <laughs> this company sucks, my dude. <laughs> Speaking of this company sucks, we have The Shield versus... Guys, is their name really The Bar or are they fucking with me? It's The Bar because uh, they don't set the bar, they are The Bar, Okay. You're going to have to start watching some of this fucking programming. I won't. <laughs> I asked that same question to Mac literally when they were doing that backstage interview. Because uh, I wrote it down here as the mini shield versus Europeans and patched up trench coats. And then it's, they said the bar and I just almost deleted everything that I had. Out of they anger. might as well just be called the placeholder name. Come back later. <laughs> oh, fuck, guys. It's on the Chiron. Well, all right. Well, the guys in NXT already have that with the undisputed era. So, <laughs> yeah. well, well let, let's skip ahead to the part of this match that's actually something admirable about this fucking show. A, the match was great, and then B, Cesaro took that nasty, His nasty botch. They didn't break. Teeth. I thought they broke. They were rammed further up into his uh, jaw. Yeah. And, like, he pushed his front teeth further up into the gum of his mouth. Oh. Like, like off the. It was, it was disgusting, and it, it was very apparent immediately that was a legitimate botch. Dude, and and he so just kept, he worked through it, and you, you couldn't tell he was actually bothered by it, but that would fucking suck. <laughs> I, I don't know if he instinctively, like, turned around to the camera to show the camera after it happened, or if he was trying to turn around to look at Seamus to be like, hey, where the fuck did those things go? Uh, but either way, Jesus. Well, because if he turns around and looks at the hard camera, at least then people in the back can see how fucked up he is, let him have me check himself. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he, you know, he pulled a fucking Foley. He found the camera immediately and turned around and just opened his mouth. It took them a while to show it, too. And if I was him and that happened to me and they didn't show it on TV, 
I would pull CM Punk and just go home. Like, no, nope, I'd be fuck. I'd be uh, fuck yes. all of you. you know, that that's a that was a weird one too. How that happened? I miss it when it first happened because I didn't I didn't see anything abnormal when he went up and hit the uh, turnbuckle. But Matt, do you miss you, when you, he tried to throw his hand over the top of it to catch the top of the turnbuckle and just missed? Well, you, yeah, you, you <laughs> caught it, you caught it immediately because as soon as he hit, you went, "Oh fuck, his teeth!" And I went, "Wait, what?" And then he turned around and opened his mouth and went, "I'm pretty sure I screamed because uh, I don't deal I don't do well with body horror." Uh, no, especially when it comes to teeth pain, because I've dealt with mm. some shitty fucking teeth pain in my time, and imagining that he just broke them in half was Ugh. horrific enough uh. for me. And then dealing with the the realization that yeah, yeah, I'm not even gonna bring Maybe. it up again. You could look up online what happened. To yeah, but, it was really it was, bad. It was apparent though from the from the like the uh, back shoulder angle because like he would go to like put his arm on the top of the turnbuckle to avoid that happening and it just missed entirely. No, and yeah. as soon as that happened, like his face gonna hit that fucking thing. Well, it just, I mean, it's <laughs> it did. it's not really his fault that he's got fucking Roger from American Dad legs and <laughs> sprung himself up fourteen feet in the air. Yeah, he kind of overshot that one a little bit. Yeah, but, a little bit. But amazing recovery. So that's that's uh, Although, a pretty impressive and performance. The, the dual powerbomb spot in the fucking corner. Yeah, that was Rollins awesome. getting powerbombed. I was... I have no idea how Ambrose didn't break a fucking rib from that. But... I knew the teeth thing was coming, because I watched it after the fact. And as soon as he hits the ground, <laughs> the very next spot, is Rollins super kicking him in the face. Yep. I fucking died laughing. Yep. I did too. Like, they're just going right after the initial program. They don't give a fuck. Well, I mean... Seth Rollins that, that... is gonna fucking kill somebody. <laughs> gonna? What? What? Yeah. Resident <laughs> Power Sting. I was gonna say I don't think Sting has gotten out of the fucking wheelchair. <laughs> what did you do to Sting everybody. again? I forgot. Buckle bombed him. Oh God! Right. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. I, re- I remember Bret Hart shooting on that. He's pissed. He's also that, shooting on Samoa watching Joe. Watching that in the match and seeing Sting just collapse to his knees afterwards in the most uncomfortable display of him in a ring since him and Jeff Hardy at Victory Road. <laughs> Which is like one of my favorite wrestling moments of all time. At least that one wasn't his on this podcast. <laughs> the, the funniest goddamn thing is we hit him with a scorpion death drop and hard pinned him. And Jeff Hardy was so methed out he couldn't actually pull a guy off him and had no idea how to pin a man down by his shoulders. <laughs> Welcome back, Jeff. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, think this is the match of the night, at least for me. Absolutely. Yes, Would I, you say that putting Sheamus with Cesaro is the best thing I've done for him since the League of Nations? <laughs> oh, I don't know. His whole five minute and fifteen second victory over Roman Reigns gimmick that lasted a month and a half was pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, remember when he was also Mister Money in the Bank for? Like, oh my a month? god! When he cashed it. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yep. Oh, with all that confetti on Roman, that was pretty funny though. I think that's when I stopped watching. It was bad enough that it was Roman. I was like, I'm not fucking watching Sheamus. I'm that broke kick and the confetti was the prettiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> I've long since considered myself the Dean Ambrose hairline of podcasting. <laughs> God, I don't even remember the finish other than Ambrose pinned him in a very, very seductive cowgirl pose that I was a really big fan of. <laughs> well, it was a really weird finish because right before it, they did that insane fucking powerbomb from the top rope onto oh, each other. yeah, wait, how the fuck wasn't that the finish? Because that was they, the dopest shit ever. They kick out of that and then it ends with a DDT. Cool oh, yeah, booking. No, yes, they do the, uh, it does. Fuck, what do they call it? Rollins' Omega ripoff finisher? Um, 
I, I don't know. They don't think they have a name for it, but he's obviously ripping off the Ringmaker no, knee. I, but it, I thought I saw I the, read somewhere they're calling it the Kingslayer. Yeah, fuck just, that. He does it. He it, it just doesn't look as good as Kenny Omega's, and I'm not trying to be an indie darling, no. Mark, but like it just it doesn't look good, and I, it's not. I, I feel like Rollins good. has been half-ashing every single finisher since they took the curb stomp away from him, in protest of them taking the curb stomp. Guys, but they I still, but remembered. they still like Roman Reigns do the drive-by. So what the fuck's the point? <laughs> I just remembered I've seen Seth Rollins' penis, you guys. Oh my god, I have too. <laughs> we all saw his cock. Wow, isn't that great? I actually get to see his cock. Remember that happened during Raw, and he was out there cutting promos? <laughs> wrestling is good sometimes. Sometimes. Speaking of wrestling being good sometimes, a fatal five-way. <laughs> Don't worry, I skipped past the segment where they had the pediatric thing, and I cut all my Connor the Crusher jokes. <laughs> You're fine. Dude. Just kidding. Oh, man. man. I just wanted to know, like, they're supposed to donate to Connor the Crusher, but I thought he was on the fashion files. Fuck! <laughs> I, got, I got a bit too fucking real. I'm leaving this in. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's too far. Because they showed that kid with cancer like doing some shitty wrestling promo. And I was just imagining the Steiner brothers shooting on him in the ring. <laughs> just throwing this poor dying kid around. I mean, ima- imagine Bubba Ray throwing around talking shit to him like he's been doing to Japanese guys in Ring of like Honor for the last several ear. months. Fucking Steiner just starts barking at him while Scott does push ups. (laughs) Wow, that's. Oh shit! That's something I'm considering, like, very conceptually right now inside my mind. Like Bigelow throwing Spike Dugley into the fucking. Oh Jesus! I said Dugley, but I meant to say Dudley. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, yeah. Again, probably telling that as soon as we start talking about one match, we completely right turn and start talking about anything else. Because, it's wow. Like, well, we'll figure I just, it out one day. I, you know, the, the, the women's revolution started on such a note. <laughs> okay, you know, I feel bad about this if I can relate it to something else. Like, I enjoy watching women compete in mixed martial arts. I do not like the wrestling, and I don't know why. I, just, I, don't... I do when it's good. I could watch fucking Sasha Bailey takeovers. Uh, yeah, that's true. Fucking back-to-back all night long until my television burns out. Those were fucking I could phenomenal watch, I matches. could watch Carrie Sane's elbow drop until I drop dead in real life. Oh, oh God, <laughs> amazing. same. I, I want her to beat me to death with that pirate wheel. Alright, so guys, back to the class here. I got my hand up. I have another question for you. Yes, uh, kid with a large head in the back. Uh, actually, <laughs> hasn't Emma been off TV for like a year? At least. Where did she go? I thought she was fired. Uh, she stole that iPad case, and then she was fired, and then she came oh, back. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold on, shit, hold on, wait, she, she stole an iPad case and got fired? Well, no, apparently it was like, uh, she was at like a Walmart or a Target or something, and I guess she was doing this self-checkout thing, mm. and I, I didn't, it's been a long time, so I, I'm probably butchering the facts of this, so don't bother correcting me and writing me at, but, well, I guess she basically, like, forgot it or saw it in the bag and didn't see it and, like, walked out with it or something like that, and that, but, like, went back and... But no, you have to transfer it from a fucking shopping bag basket rather or chopping cart to a plastic yeah, no, bag. I, I, I don't I don't know the fucking details and I don't really care enough but I guess like she ended up like going back and apologize and all of this shit and like they 
fired her because the, it leaked to the press that she was in trouble for shoplifting, but then, like, when the more details about it came out and people were like, well, it's pretty stupid to fire somebody over that, then they hired her back and then, yeah, kept her off television for a year, but then ran vignettes for, like, three months about how she's coming back as, like, a princess. I Look, Jerry Lawler can beat the shit out of his 19-year-old girlfriend all he wants, but iPad cases are kind of a big deal here. I mean, do you guys not Allegedly. Remember, do you not remember Emelina? I do. I don't. Those, those fucking vignettes? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you don't watch week to week. For at least, what, what Mac, three months, would you it say? It was, like, three months, I would Like, say they ran month. fucking vignettes of, like, Emma being reborn as, like, this, like, princess model, like, glamour fashion named Emelina. So after and it three was like months, Emmalina coming soon. They just brought her back as they, Emma. They basically did. Yep. The, they cool. they even they even married her. They did the same thing with like Eva Marie, but instead of actually ever showing up as Emmalina, she just showed up as Emma again, but with a different theme song. And this one sucks. Like they took the only. All right. Well, no, I shouldn't say the only good thing about Emma because those glasses and the gloves do something primal for me. Uh but. I don't find the human female body attractive, so... Well, that too. Uh, I'm Volso. <laughs> don't. It's, it's you not. laugh all you want, my essence is stored, and I have... My <laughs> fucking key is so powerful. God damn it. Hell, same, okay, Let's go to a part of this match that was actually interesting. Is that we should probably say who's in it that Nia Jax took off... Alexa <laughs> took Bliss, off the, the champion. I'll keep talking over you, I don't care. Against Emma, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and the returning Bailey. Remember how over Bailey and Sasha Banks were? Well, yeah, and then they killed all that. I distinctly remember when I was watching, going, "Wow, they couldn't possibly fuck up Bailey." And here we sit with her just fucking dead. You know, I I understand that her whole gimmick thing is she's a hugger, and I get it. But there was definitely a moment in that match where she had her little hugger headband on, and the camera was turned, and it cut off the H and half of the U, so it just looked like she was wearing a headband that said, Igger. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that that was probably a poor choice by somebody in the back. Wasn't that that Booker T moment you were talking about? (laughs) No, it wasn't, but it's pretty damn close. (laughs) Bailey... We coming for you, <laughs> Hugger. Do you remember the <laughs> deafening pop when Daily Bailey debuted on Raw? Daily. Yes, John Daly's about to debut in wrestling with a corpse of Rob Ford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's 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 quite enough. It's that's... not. It's not. My brain's going to bad places, y'all. Let's power through. Uh, the women's match it was okay you know I guess for a fatal five way you know it was they kept the action going for the most part I hear you're not like most girls decent that's true I'm really not I really try and stand out from the crowd so they do that thing that they always do in multi person matches where there's a big brawl in the beginning then everyone goes outside and it's just a series of one on one matches but all of them involve Nia Jax Yep. So A plus booking. Yep. Hey, do we want Charlotte in the ring the whole time? No. Put in the monster who can't work yet. Yeah, cool. let, let's put let's put Charlotte not on television because of her dad's <laughs> surgery. 
I mean, her Samoan drop was cool. And that's it. Hasn't How many guys have used a Samoan drop as some sort of finisher and or like signature? Move? Well, she's slightly darker than white, but not black. So she's going to get a Samoan drop. I do just want to interject and remind you guys that Charlotte's on SmackDown. I, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh. Well, that's why she wouldn't have been on No Mercy. You fucking idiot. Anyway, no, I thought that one TV. spot, okay, Tanaya, on the outside was pretty great. When they powerbombed her that, head first onto the fucking floor. That, lo- that looked like died. it hurt so that, bad. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine you take that bump safely. Like, I really don't. That's a dead fall off the apron. Like, that. there's no protection there. That That's rough as fuck. I was going to say, I am not a, uh, I don't know how you put it. I don't know the English word for it. Um, athlete? Do you know any words? So, I, I don't know, you know, how to take a bump like that without it like that. feeling horrible. Not head first. Uh, <laughs> Start but there. yeah, I would imagine head and neck first would probably be low on my list for where I would want to try. Well, no, but that's like how you take a bump, like actually in the ring from like a clothesline, shoulder block, whatever. If you weren't doing like one of those indie flips, but the point is, like you're, that's too high up. You're going to invert a little bit too far backwards. Unless she had substantially large back muscles and or just other mass. She has substantially <laughs> large everything. <laughs> so maybe maybe I mean, she was no, okay. No, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not she shit She wasn't cutting her. weight that dehydrate the uh, water She's barriers. She's a large woman. Head. I'm not. <laughs> don't, don't go fucking tumbler on me. I am a large virgin. <laughs> I can take any bump. <laughs> I deserve more than 70 cents in a dollar. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving on. So Moving this on. Thing, this match did my least favorite thing, where someone will hit a move, they'll go for a pin, someone else will drag them off, and they'll be like, hey, what the fuck? But they always did it after, like, a fucking hip toss. <laughs> someone would do, like, the hit square on your controller strike, and they'd go for a pin, and someone would pull them off, and then they'd scream at each other. For like, about be a three fucking count. minutes. Alexa Bliss doesn't know the controls and keeps accidentally hitting the <laughs> pin button. You can hear somewhere behind the screen someone yelling, God damn it, I didn't hit that fucking button. No. I hit reverse! This game's trash. This game is fucking fuck you. Fuck. Boy, on a side note, who's excited for WWE 2K18? I'm excited for one of the sponsors of the next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell. Don't bother talking. I'm just going to edit in silence there. That's fine. You can Uh, add in crickets. No one's excited for for the next wrestling game. Uh... So, and it was, I, I, God, I don't even, it's been, what, a week? I don't even remember the, fi- Alexa Bliss won, right? It was song, Yeah, so like, Emma, Bliss. Emma's this huge jobber has been gone for a year. Surely she was brought in to eat the pin, right? No. Nope. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they would have Bailey get pinned clean in the middle from a DDT, like a fucking loser, You're talking right? about a company that had AJ Styles get pinned clean by Dolph Ziggler following super kicks two weeks in a fucking row and that shut is, up. Dude, <laughs> Parker. Bailey just returned from injury a few weeks ago. They're not gonna do that. That's Hold on. good. A- excuse me, excuse me. I'm I'm getting something in my earpiece. James Ellsworth pinned AJ oh, Styles. <laughs> we get it. You have a boner for AJ Styles. None do of the, neither of those two things should happen. Well, yeah, yeah. Not? But I think James Ellsworth's super kick at AJ Styles was fucking fantastic. So I'm really happy that Vince writes just for you and no one else. You fucking asshole. Well, yeah. Speaking of writing for me, that was actually me and the crowd were in the Bailey gear when she got pinned. <laughs> I can't believe that's, you got those armbands I made you. On that's one of my favorite crowd shots I've ever seen in my entire life. The like, sound it's, it's, I made <laughs> was not human. 
I kicked like a little girl like I was watching South Park. I couldn't help <laughs> myself. It was amazing. That, that that dude is up there with the uh the kid giving the stink face with the long hair and the black shirt. <laughs> Do you remember like would you would you rather imagine like Randy Marsh in a wrestling crowd dressed as Bailey just shocked at her <laughs> taking a clean pin in a fatal five way on pay per view to the champion? Stan. I... Just imagine Randy Marsh putting his head on his hand or his hand on his head rather like oh, dressed I... as Bailey. <laughs> I just think that really the the person who really showed true bravery in this match, uh was that Bailey fan? Because wow, how brave to show up to an arena in a Bailey shirt! <laughs> uh, Remember when that would have been like a cool thing to do a year ago? Until this company just fucked everything up. I can't even imagine wearing like Bailey armbands to a show. Imagine being able to make a baby face in 2017. You can literally count like the number <laughs> of successful NXT call ups on fucking one hand. I kind of, I would kind of hope that guy's one of those paid seats. Elias like Vince Samson. got pissed at the Young Bucks for illustrating Baron Corbin. Apollo Crews. Jason oh Jordan. The Vaud Villains. The Revival. Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Tyler Breeze is the most you upsetting to me. I like Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I like Tyler I love Breeze. him too, but boy. He's awesome. <laughs> that the Fatal 4-Way in NXT with him, uh, Neville... Remember paraly- that time he wrestled Jushin Liger for some the, reason? The one paralyzed yep. guy with the cats. What was his name? <laughs> I, almost, I almost called him TJ Perkins, but I know that's not it. <laughs> Tyson Ty- Kidd. Ty- Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. Yeah, God, the guy I hate Samoa that that's Joe what got me to recognize it. Yeah, because that's what when I was talking when, when uh, we were talking about Seth Rollins crippling people, Bret Hart uh, did a shoot interview on um, Seth Rollins crippling people and Samoa Joe for crippling Tyson Kidd. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yes! With the Just because he got buster. knocked retarded by Goldberg doesn't mean everyone getting injured. <laughs> Some sloppy shit. Um, apparently up, it does because like thrust kicking someone in the fucking jaw is hard to do if you want to. <laughs> well, when sometimes was... you get worked into a shoot, brother. Maybe duck under and go for a submission. Much love, <laughs> HH. I can't. I'm here I... with all my friends to see the Ninja Turtles. You know it's so weird. I wouldn't even know how to counter a thrust <laughs> kick. Like, what would you even do? I've never seen one. Tr- anyone try one. Exactly. And, he had the element and, of surprise. He deserved a win. And kickboxing or pro wrestling. Like, Sorry, you can't do the same four moves you always do, Brett. He got fucking cranked. <laughs> it's so, like, you can literally feel how hard that probably hit his temple. Like For someone like, who takes wrestling so seriously, he got real butter when wrestling got real, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there are three very specific moments in his life where wrestling got super real. That, that, that thrust kick is all it, actually no it's probably definitely worse than when Omega knocked out Evil with that knee in the G1 <laughs> when he when he knocked that Asian poor Asian man half unconscious he's stumbling on the ring picks him up delivers a one winged angel and pins him well he's not even awake <laughs> gotta protect my finisher brother <laughs> can't just pin him after the V-Trigger have him throw him up on your shoulders and execute one of the most dangerous moves in wrestling on an unconscious opponent <laughs> you don't have to worry about him kicking out at least I love Kenny Omega so much. <laughs> well, we've seen him wrestle a blow-up doll before, so you know he's able to throw something. The blow-up blow doll and the seven-year-old kid was awesome. Swear to God, you cut me off, I'm going to kick you in the teeth. I'm sorry. <laughs> if Kenny can work magic with things that are limp and lifeless, then I need to have him over. <laughs> Wait until you get in my hot tub, nerd. Speaking of limp and lifeless, beat Cena it, versus beat Reigns. Beat it. Oh my fucking god. Now this match was 47 minutes, correct? 
It felt like it. I, I can't prove otherwise. 22 minutes and 5 seconds, 10 minutes of which was Roman Reigns just beating him down in the most boring possible way you could possibly imagine. The spear through the table was cool. Right until he landed on his neck and looked like he fucking died. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why it was cool. Yeah, it looked like a legitimate way to tackle somebody downwards through a table, which is why they really do that in the first place. It looked like Rob Van Dam taking a DDT. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> how, how does he fucking do that? Jesus. A lot of weed. A lot of weed. Rob Van Dam takes DDTs like the most ridiculous way of all time. Can we talk about how fantastic Roman Reigns' vest is that has his little logo with him doing a Superman punch on it? <laughs> oh, that was awkward as fuck. <laughs> the large canine. The big dog. The chains are off. <laughs> it's his yard now. This is my house. Oh. I, I I like and me and Mac we both called the end of that match. I want to say halfway through the Intercontinental Title match too. Yeah, we did, and we we were very happy when it actually happened. Would you like to set the stage, RJ? Uh, yeah, I'm sitting there in my chair with a nice cold Mountain Dew in my hand. Uh, a loaded gun in the other room that I'm trying to keep away from myself, and I'm watching. Aww. Did you load it like the <laughs> Superman punch? <laughs> Start jacking off I, your entire forearm. I just took two steps closer to it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Jack Daniels and a pistol, baby. Two shots. Two sh- Woo! <laughs> God. This is an oldie but goodie. I've, I've completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> RJ, what was the finish you called? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And, uh,. I'm sitting there struggling to give a shit about Jason Jordan when I realized Reigns is going over absolutely clean. Of course he is. And they're going to do the fucking Rock Royal Rumble spot afterwards. (laughs) Where Cena's going to drag himself up, brush off his jorts, nod his little headband at him, and raise his fucking arm, and they're both going to get booed out of the fucking building. <laughs> Chorus of boos from the entire arena. That and, was almost and, as bad as when they muted all the boos during, after he won the Royal Rumble, where he was just fucking roaming on the top rope. They and also the crowd. WrestleMania. And yeah, due to all the middle fingers. <laughs> and also no mercy, because you could fucking tell that as soon as like Cena started getting up, everyone in that fucking Staples Center knew what was going on. Yep. Everyone wised up, and they all of a sudden started booing. <laughs> And it, it was weird that all of a sudden the entrance music just got a little bit louder when it started playing. <laughs> okay, it got louder and they blurred the fucking arena. Like, you couldn't actually see any of the fans anymore. They do them on purpose I just, and it's I, so embarrassing. I really hope that, like, there's part of me that just likes to imagine that it was Cena backstage that came up with that idea. And it was him going, well, I'm more popular than The Rock. <laughs> it'll work. It'll work for me. Nope. No. And then that shit be happens. The passing of the torch that works. Oh, I just, I can't give a shit about Roman. Especially when the most interesting things about Roman's character are, hey, remember when I was in the shield. He's a large and the, dog, and like, it's his yard. Well, and, and, and those five moves he does. And not to get too far ahead of myself, but looking ahead towards uh, the next Raw fucking pay-per-view, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, if they're really going for Reigns versus Miz for the IC title. Oh, you have got to be shitting me. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to do that in the interim to get oh. uh, Roman Reigns a, t- a title run, run out of this before project. they build. Well, before oh, they, hold on, I, let me finish. I, no, I, fuck you, because I, I haven't <laughs> finished. Because I haven't okay. brought up the best part that has got completely glossed over. 
Oh. If Reigns is dealing with Miz, who's going to deal with the Miz Tourage? The shield. Fuck you. Ban it. Fuck you. Ban it. Ban it. Ban it. Ban it. Ban it. Ban it. Yep, it's happening. I mean, I, I, probably. Guys, this show wasn't very not. good, huh? I'm not a fortune teller, but it seems like they've been trying to get Roman Reigns over for the last three years and been failing. And realized there's no way they can. They went back to the drawing board and went, "All right, when was the last time that people legitimately gave a shit about Roman Reigns and some shield?" And then someone went, "Yeah, it's been long enough." Ban it. Ban. <laughs> Uh, honestly, just because they use the same entrance, can they just bring out the whatever's left of the Sandman with the kendo stick? Like, this. <laughs> <laughs> should be great. Someone should go into Roman's fucking locker room and go, "Hey, Roman, we're bringing the shield back, so we're gonna be moving you back to your old entrance." Oh, uh -oh. all right. Uh -oh. Well, I need you to go back and I need you to dust off that old vest. Of oh, uh -oh. huh. You're ready to go. Okay, cool. <laughs> so and this said. is the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> this match was 47 minutes long. It was 10 minutes of the slowest, most boring beatdown you've ever seen. And then they traded finishers, and then it was over. And then Cena raised his hand, and then walked out slowly like he was retiring and not just filming a Transformers movie. <laughs> WrestleMania main event caliber match. You know what my favorite part of the entire match was? The fact that finally, over all of these years of effort, someone finally showed some evolution in character. No. The crowd finally started chanting, You both suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome moment. And, and between Once that in a and Cena's fucking grade school yearbook photo haircut with a bald spot. <laughs> oh, uh, God. I was going to say, Cena and Corbin's hairlines are oddly similar. <laughs> Cena, you know. Corbin, and Ambrose in a fatal three way for a hairline on a pole match at WrestleMania. <laughs> I feel like losing his hair wouldn't really hurt Dean Ambrose too much, but... Triple threat was the word I was looking for there, by the way. Not That's a all right. Not a We're fatal three-way. But this <laughs> just shows how good of friends you guys are. That fatal three-way. <laughs> fatal three-way. Fatal three-way is when two girls try to seduce me and I kill myself. <laughs> After eight minutes Whoa. of the slowest beatdown possible and selling, and he slapped on that chin lock, did you want to do something else with your night? Because uh, I did. I kind of did because that chin lock looks weak as fuck. Yeah, and, like... and I legitimately did because as soon as this match ended, I went to go get food and I missed the cruiserweight match. So, Like, God damn it! if I want my professional wrestling to look like it actually hurts to kind of preserve some form of uh, mystery about if it's fake or not, which we know it is, but like <laughs> that mean, chin lock is retarded. Is Lit oh. Literally, John oh. Cena thinks he can lock in that shitty oh. STF, flex his forearms next to a guy's face, and it looks like it hurts. <laughs> It's like, so fuck, fuck off, man. While he whispers sweet nothing into the microphone on the camera. He starts whispering audible, so you're going to get up, and we're going to go through the five-knuckle shuffle sequence, and then I'm going to hit the FU, and unless you can flip out of it like AJ Styles, I'm going to pin you clean the center of this ring, unless you're Roman Reigns. And that's the entire deal. So, that match was balls. I, that's why I, I'm convinced that, like, I feel like them trying this was them throwing a Hail Mary for Cena to try and get Reigns over, and to try and get Reigns a little bit more comfortable on the microphone. Because, like we were saying with those promos, you know, or, like, I feel like it was, yeah, it was like a father throwing a son into the pool, just trying to get him to learn how to swim. Like, just force him to be put on the spot and learn promos that way. But the thing is, is they're gonna be bad at first. So he was supposed to be a better promo and get over? Exactly. Yeah. fucking run, baby. <laughs> So, Mission accomplished. And then I feel like after they heard the chorus of booze after Cena fucking raising the hand, 
they sent Vince's little monkey to go into the fucking back and break the glass that fucking had the big shield button in the back. Please be nice yeah. to Jerry Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Arn Anderson does not deserve this treatment. How dare you? Arn Anderson is at least three-quarter gorilla. I will not, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know Arn. I've never met Arn, but I know enough to not make fun of him because I don't... You know what? I have a doorbell, and that might ring one day. <laughs> I'm not going to roll that fucking dice. God forbid my, a human being my, come to my house. My spine bam, sucks bam, enough bam, as it is. Bam. Oh! Yours does, huh? <laughs> now, point. am I to understand you did not go back and watch the Cruiserweight match? No, I did not. Oh, you did. failed to mention that to me when I went back to watch the show. Yeah. I watched it, don't worry. Well, I stay committed. You, also... you could have told me not to, but you well, didn't. Yeah. You know, my entire life has been a series of decisions I could have done differently. But here we are. Hey, you want to know the story <laughs> this, this, of the match? This is no different. No. Good idea. <laughs> it's 10 minutes and 40 seconds long. Neville beats on him for 10 straight minutes. And then Enzo kicks him in the dick. <laughs> and then he pins him and wins the title. I can't recall the last time I saw a match finished off a low blow. At least it's like a low blow and then Ric Flair like locking in the figure four or it's some kind of finisher. He literally low blows him and pins him. It's a fucking hilarious goddamn thing. And so got <laughs> literally two moves of offense in. His comeback was a DDG off the top rope. He went for a dive and immediately got kicked in the face. And then he kicked him in the balls and I'm, pinned I'm him. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop you there for a quick second. Um, did you just say DDG? I sure did, because that's what he calls it. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. I'm done. This was a mistake. All of this was a fucking error. Yes, it was. This anymore. We've been doing this for two and a half hours, and it's been terrible the entire time. I'm a certified meme. <sighs> and a bona fide chud. DDG, huh? Is it good to get a this is boring chant in a cruiserweight match with Neville? Watch <laughs> this. <laughs> Remember when the cruiserweights were great, you guys? Remember the cruiserweight classic? I was like, wow, there's no way they could fuck this up, right? Oh, they did. Of course they did. Well, we'll say the best part was Neville teasing a red arrow, then immediately going to the second rope. He's so and then, good. And then locking in the rings of Saturn. It was the whole thing was awesome. And then the human concussion machine calling Enzo a gutter snipe. <laughs> I enjoy that a great deal. I, I was everything about Neville's heel run has been phenomenal. Like so, his yeah, his his mic work has been great. His like in ring ability has been fucking mean looking. Everything about awesome. him just seems angry. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's, it's fantastic. En- Enzo was dressed like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Even his fucking promo was terrible. Everyone did the normal chants, the sing-along part, but it was every- they were dead for everything else. They were dead the whole match. What would it cost you to watch 205 Live with Enzo as the champion? Maybe if you say bada boom three times and Dusty Rhodes shows up and teaches Enzo how to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen he needs someone large to throw him at people like that's a wrestling move uh, yeah and uh, I'd, I'd be fine with that I, cause that whole that whole segment on Raw not to get ahead of himself but Enzo getting the shit knocked out of him by the entirety of the 205 locker room I'm into that was pretty remember, great remember how over Enzo and Cass were it seems to be a recurring yep. theme yeah hey remember how like everyone was into these people well <laughs> Ta-da. 
it's really cool that everyone hates him for telling everyone how much how, like how popular he is in LA and all of his celebrity friends, and no one in LA cheered for him. And and then a, uh, a a Buffalo hooker blasted him on social media about going about him going to a club. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched Raw in six months, but I sure saw that. Let me fucking yep. tell you. Oh my god. The best part was she claimed to be an Attitude Era fan, and I'm like, good for Same. you, stripper. <laughs> I also watch so wrestling in the most popular time in its history. Cool. <laughs> Stone Cold was awesome. If Enzo really does have all this heat on him, and they still put the belt on him, that either says something about Enzo, or that says something about the cruiserweights. Or something about yes. the American populace that buys his t-shirts. And the children. And the poor children. And the parents that allow that to happen. Bada boom. Realist opinion in the room. Yeah, won't somebody please think of the tiny little Guido children? <laughs> I wonder how much of his t-shirt sales occur in New Jersey. A hundred percent, all four of them. Somebody run the figures. Yeah. Speaking of running the figures, the, the tale of the tape with the beast versus the monster, the unstoppable Braun Strowman walking into possibly his biggest competition yet. But looking like nobody can stop him. He's been beating guys left and right. He's been crushing fucking anybody that happens to look at him. Roman Reigns brushes him fucking off. He flipped over an ambulance, Mike. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Mike flipped is. Flipped an ambulance right. did the strowman. <laughs> now, eight, the main event of SummerSlam eight minutes. was is virtually identical. Men. Fuck yourself. <laughs> was four large men beating the absolute dog shit out of each other, throwing each other through tables and barricades and everything. So the follow-up, the one-on-one showdown, was a wrestling match. Yep. For, what, eight minutes? He, you know who's not a good wrestler? Braun Strowman. They just hit big man moves, and then they rested, and then they hit more big man moves, and then Brock hit one finisher. <laughs> And it was over. John Cena hit Roman Reigns with four AAs and didn't win. One F5. Boom. Including one minutes. off the second rope. Just want to sprinkle that Literally one Literally too. Nine minutes exactly. You were not far off. Boys. So I think I think for the opinion at the uh, the start of this particular the broadcast. Shortest match on the main card. What's gonna happen Way here? Way to go. It's, so Braun Strowman got pinned clean off of one F5. Brock Lesnar going all the way to WrestleMania again. Pinning everybody off one F five until Roman Reigns eats three of them, kicks out of all three, hits him with a football tackle, and wins the title. And it's gonna be fucking awful. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a WrestleMania yeah. moment for the ages. You talk about someone getting booed out of the fucking ring. <laughs> it's gonna be so much worse. My big question is, when did Braun Strowman become the best? Because that music is incredible. The music's incredible. <laughs> James Ellsworth jobbing him was incredible. Like the entire thing's been great. I'd say Braun Stock took a big rise as soon as he put Kalisto in a fucking dumpster. Yeah, that, <laughs> he did that. <laughs> now, please tell me what he said to Kalisto. Oh, fuck. What was it? It was something Roman really Raids fucking good. Roman Reigns is garbage, good. and so are you. Yeah, yes, fuck me. Right, that was it. Just yell it. <laughs> Roman Reigns is garbage, and so are you. Guys, <laughs> wrestling is good sometimes. Lucha, Why Lucha, they didn't put Lucha. the fucking belt on him? I, I was honest to God, I was convinced that Strowman, or Strowman, Strowman Jesus fucking Christ. Try it again. Was winning this. I know they're saving it for Mania, but he should be the monster heel of this company. He's so good. I, I figured they were going to give, you know, the belt to somebody who's actually showing up and fucking people up on Raw every week for a little while. 
like, and especially because I felt like a, a cl- especially a clean win over him would be stupid for his fucking character, who's been running fucking roughshod over the entire locker room over the last couple months. Are we as a whole over so, the Brock Lesnar I mean, thing? Because here's the thing. If we're going back by this whole transitive property and you go back a whole weeks ago, Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in what, like 23 seconds? Something absurd like that. But Lesnar beat fucking Strowman relatively easily in like nine minutes. So that means that like the 90-year-old Goldberg is like four million times stronger than Braun Strowman? Nostalgia is actually more powerful than any current wrestler. That's, the love of your son really does wonderful things to your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to kiss strangers' babies on the ramp up. Just... Let me make you stronger, Daddy. Although you know, now that I'm thinking about it, if Strowman would, if Strowman had a fucking entrance like Goldberg, like if they had like people like escorting him out because he's such a fucking danger, that would be the dopest shit ever. Can you imagine someone like Braun Strowman stomping through a fucking sparkler? Oh my god. <laughs> no, he just tips over a tractor on the way out and screams. Oh my god, I want to see the Gilbert version of Braun Strowman. Oh my yep. god, yes, I do. <laughs> ben Stringman. His name's Bray Wyatt. Gotcha! <laughs> That's gonna do it for this week. <laughs> That's it, it's over. It's fucking over. Fucking Braun Strowman, this monster. Alright, now try and work your way out of a Kimura. That's exciting. <laughs> Blow me. Who fucking booked the show? Like top to bottom. Quite honestly, bro- the, like the Brock Lock, quote unquote, it's so fucking retarded. Because <laughs> I love the Brock Lock. Okay, <laughs> oh like a the Brock Lock is retarded, and that full guard Kamara. Who the fuck finishes a full guard Kamara at the highest level of mixed martial arts? Oh, probably that same guy that got um, the multi-time UFC champion, kid. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. I'd like to see you beat Heath Herring. I hate you so much. Who has the worst back, me or Shane Carwin? <laughs> Shane Carwin knocked him out four fucking times in that fight. Well, you know, stats say otherwise. I know. The Feast Incarnate wins again. On and on, honestly, <laughs> like, all Carwin had to do was just get off him, like, with two minutes left in the round and just stand in the center of the cage, and Brock would have quit. Instead, he, he just... just got sleepy tapped. He just gasses himself, punching Brock's stupid roided arms and lunchbox fist and crow magnet skull knocks him out three times can't put him away and Brock literally just wet noodles his arm and finishes him for the fucking world title this is fucking sport god damn it Brock Lesnar's gonna be in the hall of fame and Frank Shamrock isn't UFC rules Frank Shamrock is uh, grappling Kazushi Sakuraba next month by the way I thought you might want to know that oh god damn yeah oh yeah that's happening hey guys is the Green Ranger still fighting in MMA no. Oh, with his Jesus didn't tap tattoos? I sure hope so. Dude, he almost got murdered at a convention. Ew, he's here in Phoenix. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. How'd yeah. you get caught? <laughs> the Libcuck media stopped me from assassinating the Green Ranger. I never forgave him after that fucking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Genesis fighting game. <laughs> That's Who the fair. fuck was Madam Woe? She was never in the television show. <laughs> and that rhymed. Way to go. Ah. On that note. And that's over. That's it. <laughs> so, gosh, what do we have to look forward to in our awful lives? UFC 217. That's a, that's a big one. Um, We, we can look yeah, forward but to Hell I want in a something Cell. like... I want, like, something more realistic. Like, that fake fighting's cool, but I want to know what's going on in real combat um, sports. Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon taking an insane bump at Hell in a Cell is definitely happening, so... Hey, Parker! Hey, RJ. I've heard that you like it. 
hot. Hot and ready. Well, if you like it hot and ready, then get ready. Because coming to you from the Little Caesars Arena, it's Hell in a Cell. Wait, back it up. Can you feel the heat from Hell in a Cell? Do it. Do it. Can you feel the heat from Hell in a Cell? Fuck yes, dude. Okay. What do we got? Our White bread still $4. Uh, I don't want to watch any of this fucking thing because I... All right, admittedly, I have not watched Raw or SmackDown in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I've been busy. I just don't give a shit. Hell in a Cell uh, should be a decent card because you're guaranteed to have Shane do something completely retarded like crash a helicopter into the ocean. It's going to be awesome. Well, no, of course, but if you're relying on entire pay-per-views for a fucking Shane O'Mac spot, I don't think that's going to really... What else do we have these days? God damn it. Do you want, hey, Mac, do you want John Cena to raise you. Roman Reigns' hand in the middle of the fucking ring? God damn it. And get I'll tell you exactly what we have, my dear friend. Let's take Hang a on. great look at this card. Hey, Mac, I have a question for you. What's that? Do you like Shinsuke Nakamura? I do. Do you like Kevin Owens? I do. Do you like AJ Styles? I love AJ Styles. Do you like all of them being wasted in garbage matches against people they shouldn't be wrestling? This is why when Kenny Omega signs with Did the biggest organization in the world, I am literally going to stop watching fucking this. fucking love. I'm going to stop. Oh, God! Stop watching this. I'm going to stop doing this goddamn show. That's it. As soon as that happens. Young Bucks, sign up. Oh, it's too hot. Hey, Marty Skrull, sign up. Make me hate wrestling. Too spicy for the pepper in here, y'all. Ah! It's not hot. <laughs> Oh, sorry. The it. heat from that cell was so scorching. I lost control. I'm not going right, back so, and fixing it. Legitimately, no. I'm and I'm leaving you dropping that microphone in because thank was you. <laughs> so I I had to look up the card for this before we did this because I honest to God, besides Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens, I <laughs> this card. Did it happen again? That wasn't me that time. High level production values coming to you from the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. I got mad. <laughs> my headphones are secured tightly to my large head uh, my mic is stacked on top of a bunch of it's always sunny dvds to make it level with my head oh my god did he talk break into your mic did he break his new microphone oh my god please jesus god why is it quiet mac did you say something if my phone goes off, I'll <laughs> kill myself. This is a real hell in a cell. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Well, while he's, you are leaving well, all of this. While he sorts his dumb bullshit out, I guess me and you can go ahead and discuss the very interesting booking decisions behind this card. Nothing would make me happier right now. So, again, alright, I, I knew that Vince, uh, you know... Owens headbutted Vince, and that was pretty fucking great. Because watching a man who's literally two weeks older than my father, who has difficulty getting up and down stairs, get headbutt in the fucking head, that was good. That was real good. I love that this company won't let you blade, but the little old man get headbutted to death. Well, who's gonna yell at him? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brock Lesnar, you can just elbow Randy Orton's face until he bleeds everywhere, but don't you dare blade. Wrestling is good. Uh, mm, debatable. But, now, I, I of course they're going to put Shane McMahon in a fucking hell in a cell. Because it's Shane McMahon, and he's got to jump off something tall, because who cares about what he does otherwise, right? 
Well, no, that's not fair because otherwise, then he's gonna do, start doing those fucking fish flop punches, and oh, everyone's so gonna remember that he's actually not really that great of like a wrestler. Like he's a good athlete; he can move, he can jump off of stuff, he could debatable. You know, he could take hits, yeah. but man, well, maybe he, uh, maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm still putting a lot of faith in man who were like a seventy-minute WrestleMania I, match that lasted my entire lifetime. I think w- when I close my eyes and picture Shane McMahon, I still imagine the uh, Mean Street Posse around him. So, <laughs> pour one out for Pete Gas. I don't think he's dead, but might as well be. I, I, I drink to that. Hold on. We miss you, Pete. He's not dead, is he? Why is your mind so quiet? I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> this has been the best thing to happen. This is the worst night of my life. <laughs> hey, Mac, what do you think about Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> Hell, same. <laughs> what the fuck? Talk into your microphone. The MVP of CTE has returned, oh. folks. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're... <laughs> Fate has intervened. Oh. <laughs> I think that might be a sign. But, uh... We're so close to wrapping this up. Yeah, let's, broke let's, everything. Let's, let's just start talking about this bullshit card and oh get the God. fuck out of here. So, Shane O'Mac, Kevin Owens, in a cell. All right, that makes sense. Uh, New Day versus the Usos, in a cell. Uh, okay. Are the Usos secretly good now? I, you know, I've always relatively enjoyed watching the Usos matches. Like, they're, they're very cookie-cutter. They're very basic. They're going to do a lot of super kicks. They're going to do a lot of splashes. They're going to yell, Hey, Oos! An awful lot. Oh! Uh, but oh. They're, they're fucking fun to watch. Like, I always kind of... Uh, a few years ago when I, was, when I got back into the product and started watching them again, you know, I kind of related them to a very safe Hardy Boys. <laughs> like, they're doing the fun flips and jumps and stuff. But well, no. Well, this is back when they were painting their face up like assholes, and you couldn't tell them apart, and they were just doing a bunch of flips and jumps and shit like that. Like, what was the name of Jay Uso's band? <laughs> Peroxy Watching. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it! It was either that or the meth fueled garbage statues outside of his compound. What <laughs> about the nine eleven song? <laughs> oh fuck yes! Can that be our closing music? Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up a timeout. Did Jeff Hardy make a 9/11 song? Is this the, yes, is he this did. the reference that I'm missing? Clearly, yeah. He sure his, did. Ba- his, ber- his band Perox Wyjin made a 9/11 tribute song. Hey, and you're gonna have to and you're gonna have to roll the credits with this that fucking song. Yeah, guess what our new ending music is every week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and write that down. This is a good idea. We're good people track. and don't deserve the bad things that happen to us. That's a lie. We're awful. I just wrote down Jeff Hardy 9-11 band. That works. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I've, I, you know, the Usos, they're fun to watch. They, I think their matches are relatively good. And especially now that they've kind of put on a little bit of edge to their acts. Like, it's... Yeah, they go real hard in the paint, RJ. Uh, they yeah. were black. Uh, oh. if, if, yeah, it, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get them talking like what Vince imagined he hears on BET all the time. 
Uh, I would love to hear what Vince imagines. But they do see they they seem a little bit more comfortable in the roles because I felt like them playing all buddy like that fucking you remember that five hour energy commercial with the fucking Usos when they were fucking doing all the photo shoots and hey Us you look tired Us take a five hour energy Us damn Us <laughs> it was just it just felt so disingenuous and it was like I don't know. It, like the character, it still as does. opposed to the rest of the product, which feels genuine and real. Well, no, I'm not. Well, I like to try and take everything in its its own individual bubble. I mean, step up or step aside. Am I right? <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, New, New Day and Uso's in a cell. Oos. I don't know why that has oh, to be in sorry. the cell. Like, Oos. oh, right. <laughs> We're never gonna end. No. All right, hold on, Matt. You've been watching weekly. Are they doing some shit with like where the new day has been using their third member to cause some shenanigans? Like, is that why this has to be in a cell? I don't know, but I'm really looking forward to the unicorn stampede on page chance because that's gonna be awesome. Thanks for answering <laughs> my question. I'm glad we're able to bounce off each other so well. Hey, Matt, can uh, you check your mic again? <laughs> check your fucking headphones. Check your. Sorry. So, Something's sorry, not working. Sorry, that sentence, but take out phones. Oh. Right. Oh. It's funny, because he's had a lot of concussions. Mm-hmm. Um, What's eating McKenzie Grape? Not nearly as much as Eric Lindros. The only reason I ask about New Day and Usos is, why the fuck is this match in a cell, whereas Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke is not? Because WWE, Vince McMahon, etc. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, also, we got the champion Natalia, which, when the fuck did that happen? Uh... Versus Charlotte. Okay. Sure. That will be a match. Sure. Uh, yeah. That I, will be I guess fine. I, I haven't really, I, yeah, again, haven't really been paying too much attention to the weekly things, but I guess Charlotte is a face now? Like her and Becky are friends or something? Sure. Who That's cares? Becky's thing. Just who gives a shit? People, but lose everything. You know, who gives a shit? But speaking of who gives a shit, AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Because why use AJ Styles, who's like near the tail end of his career, to put on good matches with Shinsuke Nakamura when the lone wolf himself waits for the U.S. title? The worst part is that oh, Baron Corbin's likely going to go over. Could you imagine? That's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Oh, man. Parker, if Mac was sitting here crying about fucking Ellsworth and Ziggler going over AJ Styles, <laughs> what a fucking melty is he going to have on us when Baron Corbin goes over him? I've already started crying myself to sleep as of yesterday, just in preparation for this. Look, the lone wolf has to take care of himself. He has a lot of concussions from his time in the NFL. That whole zero downs he ever played. What what practice squad did he even miss the cuts for? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Look, the NFL is a team sport, and he's the lone wolf. It wasn't going to work. Of course not. Guys, I hate wrestling. Wow. That dead silence was a little fucking upsetting. Jesus Christ. I noticed the silence and I, couldn't, oh, I struggled to think of something and that, that just got worse. That was... I'm so sorry. That was the deepest silence. That was, that was... Guys, I have to go to the bathroom again. Is that cool? We have two matches left! <laughs> you know what? Just go. Just yeah, go. whatever. Yeah, because this isn't... It's not like we have great commentary to add here. Because hey, Mac, like, what do you think about Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, it'll probably I'm, suck. Cool. I'm excited for it. I thought you were in the bathroom. This is the war show. No one should that, listen. That, mat, that match will be glorious. What are you talking about? Yeah, it'll be glorious. All right, go pee. Go.
<laughs> okay, we'll, we'll give it a second. <coughs> Why would anyone listen to this? Ah, uh, I'm so sorry. You know what would be fucking hilarious? The Hershey bar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that too. I was gonna say if Mac never came back, but I like <laughs> he probably fell asleep. He's watching Wrestle Kingdom nine. I'm doing some prep for our next show. Hey Mac, how's that write up? Um, I should have a couple it's, things. It's to look not over. going well. Oh God, he came back. Of course I did. <laughs> Oh, shit, how are we going to wrap this up? We thought you fell asleep watching Wrestle Kingdom 9. Should we no, even, I had to take a giant shit. Oh. Should we even go back to the last two matches or just be done with it? I Yeah, well, listen, there's nothing much I can really say. Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to be real disappointed, but at the same time, not if Ziggler doesn't come out to Punk's music. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if the, that would be if awesome. he's doing this whole thing where he's coming out to other people's musics and they're doing all of the other ones, I feel like it's a wasted opportunity to not... Because, I, like, uh, Mac, I was talking to you about this the other day. I feel like this is the closest we can have to Shawn Michaels getting uh, Bret Hart's music to play in fucking Montreal that one time. Yep. yep. Like, I feel like that's going to be the closest that we have to it. Are there any, like, famous wrestlers from Detroit? Because that'd be the smart move. Uh, Rhino, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, he should come out to Flash Funk's music. <laughs> fucking, yeah, great. <laughs> but, yeah, and Randy Orton versus Rusev. Uh... I don't care. This is like their eighth match in two months. I don't care about either. I, I, I don't. I don't understand how they're booking that as a pay per view match again after Randy crushed him in eight seconds with an RKO out of nowhere. I don't know. They're really boring all the time, and they've ruined Rusev. So who cares? To be fair, Do you know how many times like they start matches with a, like a pre match beat down the ref like never signals start of the match, but somehow Rusev gets in the ring. Randy's nowhere to be seen. They start the match. Randy runs him from the crowd. RKO's him and pins him. It's like what the <laughs> what is going on there? Uh, well, obviously he hit it out of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, but why start the match when the other opponent's not even in the fucking arena? Because then he can't hit it out of nowhere. You fucking his shows moron. are poorly written. That too. It's like Adelaide Bird is refing WWE and it pisses me off. Oh, God. I just realized we're going to have to do takeover shows too, aren't we? Those, Uh-oh. you know what? Those, I don't mind. Because those are actually relatively good wrestling shows that don't leave me with a bad taste in my mouth after I watch it. Like, the last Speaking takeover was phenomenal. Of- Speaking of a uh, bad taste in your mouth, let's not forget <laughs> the World Heavyweight Championship match. The oh Singh brothers and Jinder Mahal. Don't do yeah, this. No, I just, I, it's, it's baffling to me that this match isn't in the Hell in a Cell, because it's in Hell in oh, a Cell, sorry. and this has been the one match that has had problems with outside interference. I'm sorry, the WWE Championship, my mistake. Excuse the... Do you enjoy... Nakamura's looked bored his entire time on the main roster. Yeah. He looks like he wants to be anywhere else. Probably because he... How much are they paying him versus what New Japan is paying Who could have guessed that they would misuse him and it would go poorly? Oh. Who would have guessed that Jinder Mahal would be in the fucking title program for almost half a year? Still, when they fucking aired a promo for... What is Hell in the Cell? The look on my face when they showed him with the title. <laughs> I thought there was no fucking way he could still have that belt. I like how he's doing the exact same gimmick that Muhammad Hassan has been doing, or was doing rather, except there's no terrorist mangle because he's Hindu or Punjabi. I don't understand what's going on. I like how you just messed up Masa- Muhammad Hassan as if he's wrestled in the last 15 years. 
<laughs> but think of a guy that had like an awesome physique and shit, and they just ruined him with like the worst gimmick of all time. Do you remember Davari? I remember Davari. <laughs> yeah, the guy on 205 Live. He won that title in fucking May. What? Yep. What? That's what I meant. It's been almost six is months. Is this? It's it's almost October, as of the time of recording. The Punjabi prison match. <laughs> Fuck. All right. All right. It was great though On when Randy note. like uh, knocked a nope. Singh brother off the nope. fucking Punjabi prison nope. the table. Nope. It's <laughs> he over. Killed a ball he We're ending like. it. That's all. That has been the first episode of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. Thank you. Butter chicken. See you guys never again. I apologize for everything. And we look forward to joining you again. Butter chicken. After Hell in a Cell, I guess. For tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs, baby. Woo! How? Butter chicken. That's coming soon. Maybe you say that one more goddamn time. (laughs) Guys, wrestling's good. That's debatable. Thank you. Visioning how you die.